Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Live and direct from South Central LA, baby, baby. We gonna talk about it today. We talking about sexual neglect today, sexual neglect today. want to say it but shit enough is enough of in this bitch
Live and direct from the mothership, baby, baby. It's the Jeremy St. Louis show. I am your humble and gracious and triggered host, Jeremy St. Louis. <laughs> oh, man. Trigger alert, trigger alert, trigger alert. How are you guys doing today? It is a beautiful Tuesday here in LA and um man you know what's going on man today you know this morning I was uh going through uh Instagram and everything and uh there's a young gentleman that I follow by the name of King Dreism shout out to King Dreism and uh King Dreism made a post today that had it had the internet on fire, let me just tell you. And it was about this. And not meeting your needs. This is a message to all men in sexless marriages and relationships. Man sends wife a spreadsheet of all the times she denied him sex. And he even put the excuse. Bitches. Listen to me. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> There's a gentleman, right? Let me just put a little context to it. The title says, a man sends his wife a spreadsheet of all the times she denied him sex. <laughs> oh, man. And it had me up in an uproar. It is not a crime to walk away from a woman who's half-assing you. Faithful or monogamous to a woman who's neglecting you and not meeting your needs. Oh. You have to love and value yourself. When you love and value yourself, you wouldn't be in a situation with somebody treating you less than and neglecting you. Now, I know they're going to say, well, a woman doesn't owe you sex and you don't own a woman's body. And they 100% correct. But you don't owe a woman commitment. You don't owe to a woman to be faithful and monogamous to her. And a woman does not own your body. You don't owe her provision, protection, your energy, your resources, attention. Click the link in my bio. Let me tell you something about this. When I saw this post today, you want to talk about a trigger alert. And I'll tell you why I'm, I was triggered because I, honestly, honesty hour, I was, I, I went through this. I went through this similar thing. I went through the same thing. And it was being neglected for sex by my wife. Mm, mm, mm. For those of you who don't know, uh, I was married for 11 years. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give it to me now. 11 years. 
and I thugged it out because um, let me just you know let me let me adjust my seat so I can talk about this shit because this this here this right here this right here nigga is deaf nigga deaf nigga <laughs> right here it's deaf. Because there is nothing worse, nothing worse than being denied sex from your significant other. In my opinion, in my opinion, all right, and and I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it down. I'm because uh, you know I I decided to pull up the PDF of. Everything that this gentleman was talking about, I pulled, I found the PDF today, and this gentleman, I don't know his name, don't really care, um, definitely don't care about the wife's name, but for 27 days, this gentleman took a record of all the times that he was denied sex, and gave an excuse wrote down all the excuses that she gave as to why she wouldn't have sex with her husband and it just it 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 just pierced my soul to its core <laughs> for 27 days this man charted kept record, as he should, of all the times that he got it and did not get it. And the stats was crazy because while I was when I found the PDF and was able to like really read it and digest it, it was just mind blowing to me how how First, first, the first thing I thought right, was how long was he going without it before he decided to keep record of it? The mere fact that he had to go out of his way to create a PDF, a spreadsheet. The nigga made a spreadsheet. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm going to read you some of these excuses today. <laughs> Just be patient with me today because there's a lesson to be learned in all of this. There really is. And when I'm looking at this PDF, this spreadsheet that this gentleman made and sent to his wife while she was on the way to a 10-day vacation. No. No. She was on her way to a 10-day, I don't want to say 10-day vacation, but she was going out of town for work for 10 days, which is already red flag number one. <sighs> hmm. He took it upon himself to write down and chart, and he made the list, and it was three columns in this list. It was the date, 
Then he wrote sex in the second column, sex with a question mark. And then the third column was her excuse for whether if they did it or did not do it. And the first day he charted, and it was during the summertime, might I add, but it was June 3rd, the first day. And the first day was sex? No. Her excuse? I'm watching the show. And he put, in quotation marks, Friends rerun. She was watching Friends. Turned him down to watch Friends. The second day, which is on the fourth. Sex? Would you like to guess? No. Her excuse, I feel sweaty and gross. I need a shower. And then he wrote in parentheses. She didn't shower until the next morning. Wow. 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 Poor man. Poor guy. Her excuse was, I feel sweaty and gross and I need a shower. And she didn't shower until the next morning. How could you not shower? First of all, if you feel sweaty and gross and you said you need a shower and that was your excuse to get out of fucking me. And you don't shower until the next morning. Too cold. The third day, which is on the sixth. So that was back to back days, the third and the fourth. He came back again on the sixth. Did they have sex? You guessed it. No. But what was her excuse? This time, it was non verbal. I just want to stop there for one second and just really unpack that because this is, this is what men and the stat for sexless marriage um, to this date, when I looked it up today was one in four, one in four marriages are sexless. One in four. And the more I kept reading this PDF, the more I just kept getting triggered because I just thought this was the most egregious shit ever. How? How? Tell me how. On the fourth try, did he have sex? You guessed it. No. And her excuse was, I'm exhausted. How are you exhausted? You were exhausted on the fourth and then didn't give me any pussy on the sixth with no verbal communication whatsoever. You just dubbed me. And then you came back and said, I'm exhausted. What are you exhausted from, my dear? And then 
he decided to spin the block again on the 10th, the very next day after I'm exhausted. Did this man receive sex on the fourth attempt? Yes. Yep, he finally got the box. After four attempts, from the third to the 10th of June that year, he didn't get anything. He got sex one time. Then he came back to spin the block. <laughs> came back to spin the block he got he got he got the he got the loving on the 10th came back for the 11th and you know what she said no <laughs> no and what was her excuse i'm still a bit tender from yesterday mm-mm-mm I would imagine so. I would imagine so. That after all of these failed attempts that you would come back and finally have sex with me. And then turn me down again because I had to put I had to, he you know he put it down if she said I'm still a bit tender from yesterday. Let me let me let me make this long story short. Okay? Because out of the 27 days he got sex 3 times. <laughs> 3 times. Between June 3rd in July 16th, his wife had his wife, his wife, his wife had sex with him three times. <laughs> Unfreaking believable. Now you may be asking yourself, how, how, how could this even be possible? Now, this, this whoever is listening, you know, all my fellas, you know, most of my audience are men between the ages of 18 and 45. And I, I want this to be very clear for all those young gentlemen, all of you fellas out there that are in relationships or that have had been in relationships where sex was scarce. The question is, how on earth is this even possible? How could this be? How could this be that you only have in the summer, no less? And all of her excuses, well, let me just run down the excuse column, okay? <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm still a bit tender from yesterday. Then he got a nonverbal. No. Then he got, I'm trying to watch the movie. 
and fell asleep 15 minutes later. <laughs> wow. Wow. Her next response to the no, the very, and three days later, I'm too drunk and I ate too much. I won't have time to get showered and ready for dinner. Then her next one was, oh, I just came back from the gym. I feel gross. Now, she already gave him on the second, on the second day, she, she hit him with the, I feel sweaty and gross and need a shower and ain't get none. And spun the block on that excuse. Spun the block. <laughs> you just came back from the gym and didn't shower until the next morning again. This is again. Then a nonverbal no. Then I have to be up early no. Then another nonverbal no. Then a you're too drunk no. Then another, I feel gross, no. Then another, I'm not feeling good, I ate too much, no. Then he got, I'm sweaty and gross and I'm tired, no. Another, I'm, another one, another one. Followed by a nonverbal no, which is worse, we'll get to that. Then she hit her with her, I might be getting sick. <laughs> you don't say. You don't fucking say. I think, yeah, you you are absolutely right. Yeah, you might be getting sick. She's getting sick and tired of your ass, fellas. She's sick, all right. She's sick of fucking you. Yeah. She's sick of fucking you, brother. <laughs> Poor guy. Then she hit him with a, I still don't feel 100%. Then on the next one, I need a shower. I feel gross. The I feel gross? I feel gross? I feel gross. You feel gross? If I'm going to translate that, allow me to translate. She feels grossed out by you. Yep. 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 Then he got a straight up and down. I'm too tired. Oh, but then finally. Oh, finally. Finally, it has happened to me. Right in front of my face, and I just cannot hide it. He got some. He finally got some after one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine no's in a row. He finally got it. And then after he got it, he spun back. Of course, you got to spin back and got an emphatic no. Just no. (laughs) 
followed by a nonverbal. And she finished the 27-day test trial with I'm watching my show. I don't want to miss anything. Hear me loud and clear, everybody that is under the sound of my voice. If you are in a relationship with a young lady, fellas, fellas, if you are in a relationship with a young lady and she is turning you down from sex, Chances are, chances are, chances are, she got another nigga. That's, that's my theory. That's my theory. Not only, not only is this little test trial run that he did, Prove him right, I'm sure, because I'm sure before he even before he even started, even came up with the idea to make such a PDF, he was getting turned down, dub left and right. I'm certain of it. And it made me think. It threw me back into my marriage. And made me think, because me, me, I went personally. My ex-wife kept the box from me for 13 months. It's true. I know what you're thinking. You ain't had sex with your wife in 13 months? Not only did I not have sex with my wife in 13 months, I went another nine months without the box. <laughs> and I had to make a decision. Because, you know me, hey, guys, it's me, okay? It's Jeremy. Everyone, if you know me, hey, listen, man. We, we, we've been, you've been riding with me. We've been together. I appreciate you, all the listeners, for oh we're celebrating five years coming up five years of the podcast five years of the Jeremy St. Louis show <laughs> it made me think it made me think about the type of man that I was the type of husband that I was on some days I would come home from work it was one time I remember in particular. Man, you know, I put my, you know, we sitting on the couch watching TV, just came home from work, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to chill and vibe out, watch a little bit of the game, you know what I mean? Watch some basketball, you know what I mean? She watched NBA too, so we were watching the game. I'm trying to sneak me a little, you know what I mean? Got, put my hand on the thigh, and she moved my hand <laughs> from her thigh. She moved my hand from her thigh. And at that moment, 
I knew that the jig was up. And I was in trouble. Because what I was doing, being the good husband that I that I am, because I am a I am I am a good husband. I am a faithful husband. And what this faithful husband was doing during that 13 month run, the first one, 13 months. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. And it's okay. Because it's over now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I had to get the fuck up out of Dodge. Had to get up out of there. Had to get up out of there. But it had me thinking. What the fuck is wrong with me? There is nothing more emasculating than working hard and then coming home and expecting some good loving from my significant other only to be dubbed Only to be dubbed. Ain't shit funny. <laughs> Ain't shit funny. Only to be dubbed. Where I'm subjugated. Subjugated to masturbation. I was, I was, ooh, I was going in on myself. I was going in. I'm talking about in. I'm talking about two, three, four, five times a day sometimes. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking about masturbation. A married man masturbating two, three, four. Five a day to fight the urge to go and get some box. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It got so bad. It got so bad where I, I came home one day and I, you know, from work and I, and I parked the car and, sit, and you know, I sat in the sat in the in a parking spot because you know you know once shit you know anybody that's married all the fellas if you ever been if you ever been married and you come home and you, and you gotta you know you gotta sit in your car for 45 minutes to an hour hour and a half before you even go in the house <laughs> you you thinking about your life you thinking about your manhood? I had to phone a friend. I had to phone a friend. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And you know what my friend told me? One of my very good friends. I'm not even going to say his name. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to keep it on the low. Because, you know, because he gave me some... He gave me some unsolicited advice when I was sitting in that car in the driveway contemplating my life. And he said to me, hey, yo, Jers, 
you know, and you know, he's been he's been a long time friend. Was at the wedding. Very good friend of mine. And he kept it G with me. He said, Hey yo, Jers, listen, man. I don't want to tell you this, what I'm about to tell you, and this is probably going to sound wild, but you might just have to go out there and get some side box. I said, what? Now, my stupid ass, I'm sitting in there thinking, oh, man, maybe all these excuses that she's giving me, oh, it's. Oh, I don't feel sexy after the baby. Oh, my weight is this. Oh, I'm tired of that. Oh, I'm not in the mood. Oh, I'm this, that, and a third. And all the other excuses that this gentleman probably got. I I probably got about 65% of these excuses. About 65%. I'm going to just gauge it. 65 to about 70%. Of these excuses that I got. That I just had to just deal with it. I just had to just roll with it. Because you know what? Hey, listen, man. I'm a good man. I'm a good man. It's all right, baby. Don't worry about it. You're not in the mood today? Oh, you're not in the mood tomorrow either? Oh, you're not? And let me tell you. I just went on out there and did it. I went and got me some side pussy. Because <laughs> what other choice do I have at this point? And this is a this is this is something that is going on in America, all over the world, I'm sure. Of hundreds and thousands. Of husbands, not boyfriend, not fiance, not situationships. I walked this motherfucker down the aisle for better or for worse, for rich or for poor. And this was definitely one of the worst. It was the absolute worst. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when you what do you do in a time like this? And what's crazy is I didn't even it took me it took me a while to even try and go and get some side. Because I'm just thinking, maybe, you know what I'm saying? I love this. I love you. Let me just yeah. I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I need from you is understanding. <laughs> when we don't communicate and I can't get no box. <laughs> Shit is wild. It is absolutely wild. What are we supposed to do as men? The hunters, the providers, the lovers. What are we supposed what what are we left to do? And let me give you this bit of advice. 
Listen up, fellas. If you ever come across a time where you feel neglected from sex, it's time to be about. It's time to be about. It's time to be about. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. You are going to feel so less of a man. It's what I felt. I felt so less than. I felt so less than. That I didn't even know where to turn. I didn't even know what to do. And I knew that it was the beginning of the end and I had to be about. And I had to draw up an escape plan. Get you a motherfucking escape plan. Get you a fucking escape plan, fellas. And get up out of there. Because you are worth more than that. You Deserve better than that. Period. And that's just the bottom line. There's nothing more emasculating than that. You start doubting yourself. You start looking around like, wait, is it me? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. And that is the worst position to be in as a man when you start thinking that it's you and it is not you. It is clearly her. Now, the only part that is you is picking that motherfucker. That's the only accountability that I'm going to take. I'm going to take full accountability for picking this nigga. I picked her. I picked her. That is on me. And since it is on you, and you take full responsibility and accountability for that pick, you got to figure out what to do with that. And you know what you do? You bounce. Period. You bounce. You run. You run, fellas. Run, 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 run. Right now, if you are in a sexless relationship or marriage, run. Because here's what's going to happen to you. You're going to start doubting yourself. And then once you start doubting yourself, then you're going to look at her. And you're going to start building resentment. And when you build that resentment in your heart, it's over. It's over. And before you know it, When I got to the end, let me just tell you what happened at the end with me. It was a point of time where, let me just, oh man, I don't want to say it. 
Ah, but I gotta say it, man. Listen, man. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, but I gotta say it. After you've built up the resentment, after you've taken some self inventory, because you need to take some self inventory. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You gotta look at you gotta look at yourself now. Look in the mirror. And ask yourself, what is it, what is it going on? What am I not doing? What can I do to get a better result? And the answer is nothing. <laughs> you can't do shit. <laughs> you can't do nothing, man. You can't do nothing but take that L. Because after a while, you're going to be looking around. And you're going to be looking at her. And you're going to start to think. Your mind's going to start racing. And the question that you're going to ask yourself, and if you haven't asked yourself this question yet, <laughs> let me just help you with the question. <laughs> <laughs> After you look around and you take that self-inventory, You have to really think to yourself, do I deserve better? And the answer is yes. But the most important question of them all is, if she's not fucking you, who is she Fucking! Who is she fucking? If you're not fucking me and I'm your husband, and it's been month one, month two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen months. If you don't know anything about female nature, Women love sex damn near more than we do. It's facts. This is facts. This is what I've learned. This is, this is what I've learned after being out of a marriage, being divorced for five years now. You start looking and thinking back about what, what could I have done better so I won't screw it up for the next chick that I'm in a relationship with. Who are you fucking if you're not fucking me? That's the question. That is the question. And once you come to that conclusion, once you run into that question, then it is definitely 100,000% time to go. It's time to go. And you pack your shit. Pack that shit. And you bounce. You pack it up and you bounce. Because that is a place that is not beneficial for you as a man. There is no way you can go out here in this world as a man, as a black man at that having to fight and grind 
and work and struggle to come home and not even get affection from your lady, it's egregious. It's egregious. And it should scare you. It should scare you. It should scare the shit out of you. But scare you in a way that you feel like, hey, man, I got to be better. And I deserve better. And you do deserve better. This story just triggered me all up and down all day today. Because the reason why I decided to record this pod today is because I just want to help you guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to help. You know what I mean? I'm here to look at. I got your back. You know what I'm saying? I done been there and I done. I've been through it. I've been through it and it's hard and it's frustrating. But once you decide to get up out of there, you have to put yourself first and you have to do a lot of self-work. You have to do the work. And don't blame yourself. Okay? Don't blame yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself, man. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Stand firm in who you are as a man. Stand firm in your beliefs. Stand firm in your boundaries. Stand firm. Stand firm in love, even though love ain't got shit to do with it, really. <laughs> it really it, it really ain't got nothing to do with it. She's got to respect you first. If she don't respect you, if she don't respect you, it's curtains. And I think that that's what I learned. That's the lesson that I learned. It's a respect thing. Because women only fuck men that they respect. They only Fuck men that they respect. And it behooves you. It behooves you to put yourself first in this situation. To make a decision. And it's going to be hard. Listen, listen, it is easier said than done. It took me five years. It took me five years. It took me five years to put together an escape plan. And what was even wilder, what's even crazier, like to be even more transparent, is like after. (laughs) Once you start to pull back. And just like, all right, you know what? Hey, listen, man, I'm going to have to figure something out. Once you once you figure that out, you're going to have so much more peace in your life. Because you have to have that respect for yourself first. That's just the bottom line. And and that and that's what that's what I failed to do. I, in retrospect, didn't love or have enough respect for myself. Therefore, I tolerated that shit. And it ruined my marriage. 
and it ruined my self-love. It ruined it all. (laughs) It ruined it all. And I just want to just say these things and just talk about this real quick with you because it is very important that you that you learn to love yourself and build that respect for yourself first before anybody can give it to you. And it don't matter how many excuses she gives you because <laughs> she's going to give you a ton of excuses because anybody that's really, that's really, if she really into you, dog, listen, man, any of the day that's going to go by is not a day that ain't going to go by. You know what I'm saying? A little boob graze here, a little, you know, a little squeeze here, a little booty rub there, a little something, you know what I mean? Like, yo, what's good? You start th- you trying to start throwing those little subtle hints. Now you playing yourself. Now she probably looking at you like, look at this nigga trying to fuck on me. I don't want to fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Period! I don't want to fuck you, nigga. I don't even respect you. It's gross. That's what she said. She said, I feel gross. No, you feel grossed out fucking on me. I might be getting sick. Yeah, you are getting sick. You're getting sick of me. And that's the reality. She's sick of your ass. And best believe, take it from me. (laughs) Take it from me, because I done been the side nigga before. <laughs> Let me just tell you. I done been the side nigga before. And I done and I done been in some relationships with some chicks who was not happy with their dude. And they was coming over here and I was just going ham on it because hey, what else am I supposed to do? What else am I supposed to do? Except put in work on this thing. Because she ain't getting it at home. What else am I supposed to do? Now you may ask yourself, well, are you respecting yourself to be fucking another dude's girl or wife or whatever? Knowingly? Sometimes unbeknownst to you? Because they be tricky too. (laughs) They be lying too. And it didn't really dawn on me. It didn't really hit me until later. Like, after I was well out of the marriage, like, hmm, maybe that happened to me. And I can I can neither confirm nor deny if she cheated. I don't know. I don't know. But in retrospect, if I had to put, if I had to put all the money in the bank, all of my $82.58. If I had to put my $82 on the line, my last, I can almost guarantee, I can almost guarantee she was getting that attention from somewhere somewhere else, from somebody else. And it's that emotional detachment. It's, the, it's that emotional detachment that they do. And not only... Is it emasculating? It is disrespectful. And it's disheartening. And it's sad, quite honestly. But it's a lesson that I learned and a very good lesson. Well learned. That you have to go where 
you are respected and only deal with women who respect you. And how do you get to that point? You start by respecting yourself. That's it. You know, I don't even think I even talked about this in the last five years or whatever. I don't even know if I've been transparent about this issue. But it's freeing, you know, and it's enlightening and it makes you a better person. It makes you smarter and sharper and a better man and a better person because you go through it and you learn from it. Because I used to think for a very long time, like, man, this is an L, man. I got divorced. Oh, man, going through a divorce is so trash because you feel like you just... You just it just feels like the biggest L on the planet Earth. After you 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 propose and you buy a ring and you buy a suit and you invite your family and your friends and they all come out and you walk this motherfucker down the aisle and you say these you say these vows. Before a judge. Not thinking. Not thinking that I am. About to run through a freaking iron wall. Of neglect. And this is what men go through. For all the ladies that's listening. This is what men go through. Because we love hard. We love hard. When we pick you, we we love you, especially if we put a ring on it. What? 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 I done turned down what? So, ma- so many. I done turned down so many of them. Lined up. Nah, I'm going to choose this one. And it don't work out. it's a joke. It's an absolute joke, which is why I don't even really see, like, it doesn't even encourage me to even get married anymore, as much as I want to get married again, because I really do, you know what I mean? I want to get married again. I do. I do. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be, you know, open and honest I can't be so cold and dark. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to, I just think that there's going to be somebody for me that's going to come along and there's going to be the right person. And she's going to give me all the feels because I give myself all the feels first. You know what I mean? (laughs) I give myself the feels first. That's the only way, because like attracts like, you know. I'm a firm believer in that. And once I start putting in the work, once I start loving on me, then the women see it. It just oozes out of you. The love just oozes out of you. And they're 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 just gonna be it's gonna be it's an irresistible feeling because when you get back out there in them streets, boy, let me tell you, 
you know, you're going to need to have that love for yourself because you're going to get rejected. And I'm like, huh, rejection, what's that? I done been through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Rejection, what's rejection? How can I even fear rejection? You know what I mean? I'm an actor. I done been on a bajillion fucking auditions. What? I didn't get none of these gigs. I ain't get any of it. You ain't going to win them all. You're not going to get them all. But what matters the most is that you put yourself first and you love you first, fellas. And when you meet a young lady, she is going to reciprocate that energy to you. It's called reciprocity. It's called reciprocity. Because the young lady, she going to see you and she going to be like, damn, this nigga, ooh, ooh, ooh. He, he doing this and he doing that. And he, I want some of that. How can I be a part of that? And you start looking at her like, oh, hey, what's up? You want some of this? How can you? Oh, you want to be down? You could come be down with this. But it's a crapshoot. That's what relationships are these days. In my opinion, it's a crapshoot. Because it's not like you can't, like, I'm not going to just not, like, I'm just like, I'm not going to just stop <laughs> liking and loving women. That's out of the question. I love women too much. I love the box too much. I love the box. I love intimacy. I love love. I love having the butterflies in all the fields. I love it. But how long can that sustain? It's only going to sustain as long as you are respecting yourself and putting yourself first. It is pointless to get into a relationship if you haven't done the inner work, you haven't worked on you. If your life isn't in order yet, if your finances ain't in order yet, if your mindset ain't in order yet, and be okay with that. That is the key. You have to be okay with that. And my mistake was I was okay with being denied. I was getting denied so much that it just became the norm. And that is a recipe for disaster for sure. It really is. This 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 story this story really really it really did resonate with me today. And I just I just had to share just had to share because there's so many of us out there who are going through it. There's so many of us out there who are going to go through it. But the choice is yours. You know, the choice is yours. You got to have some boundaries and you got to stand firm on those boundaries. And you have to get your worth. Get your motherfucking worth. I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. These manipulative ass women out here, man, they will manipulate your ass. 
and have you thinking that it's you. Ain't nothing wrong with you, boo. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with you, sir. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Maybe something wrong with who you pick, but ain't nothing wrong with you. So, that felt great. This is like a therapy session, man. I really feel good. You know, I really feel good. And, and you know, I I am really at a point where um, I just want men to be the best versions of themselves at all times. And that's what I preach, and I'm going to preach it until they put me in a box. But that is the reality today for relationships. That is what that is what men are dealing with. That is what women are dealing with. There's some niggas out there that ain't putting out. Oh, man. There's some dudes out there not putting out. How could you not fuck your wife? How could you not be intimate? What? When I hear the stories, because, you know, let me give a little side nigga chronicles. You know what I mean? Like, the, I heard all the complaints. They come and complain. Don't come complaining to me about that nigga. No, 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 no. Don't come over here. Well, yeah, come over here. <laughs> come on over here, baby. You know what I'm saying? Come over here and get some of this loving, girl. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> Come and get some of this loving, you know what I mean? Whatever. But that's just toxic hurt shit, you know. And it's an endless cycle. And is it right? No. And yes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, man, I hope you guys are having a phenomenal week. And um, and I hope that you are taking the time out to uh, learn more about yourself, you know. Because the more you learn about yourself, the more you learn about female nature and things that you tolerate and things that you won't tolerate. You know? And stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. Because that's what I did. I was making excuses and she was giving me the excuses and I was accepting those excuses. And it drove me all the way down into the ground where I felt so less of a man. So I want to help save somebody today. And that is why, you know, I made this pod today to help you, you know, help you love yourself more and don't take any shit from any of these chicks. Don't take no shit and know when to go. Know when to go. Know when to bounce. Know when to leave. Know when, know when you've had enough. Know when you deserve better. And I and I went through, hey man, the last five. Yeah, I want to say the last four to five years of my marriage was trash. It was trash. It was trash because, and then, oh, God, don't, oh, man, if you get kids involved. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, you got kids, too? Oh, God. 
married with children. (sighs) It's like that much. It's that much tougher. It's that much tougher because now you start thinking like, damn, now I'm in a situation where, no, is this a, 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 what is it? What do they call it? Is this a generational curse? And you start peeling back all the layers and looking at your, your, your parents and looking at your, your siblings and like, what is, am I following a trend here? And we don't want to, we don't want to follow those trends anymore. We don't want to be stuck in generational curses anymore. We want to be loved by you, sisters. We want to be loved by you and cherished and adored by you and lifted up and respected by you. That's all we want. And the moment that stops... You know what to do. Bounce. <laughs> so, you know, that's my sermonette for today. I hope you learn and gain something from this pod today. And uh, I hope it added value to your life. The men, and more importantly, the women that listen also. You know, I hope you take something from this. And uh, you go back into your relationship, you know, with your dude. And, you know, maybe sometimes you maybe you don't know, you know, maybe sometimes sometimes I'll give you I'll give some y'all the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you don't know. You're not aware of what you're doing. And that's where communication comes in. Communication, communication. Hey, I feel this way. This is what's going on with me. Oh, yeah, that's what's going on with you. Well, this is what happens when you do this. This is this is this is what I feel is going on and this is what I think. You know. I'm just here to help. <laughs> Cuz I've been down that block and it's and it's not a great feeling. But you can have success, you know. I'm not going to say all is lost. All is not lost. All is not lost. All is not lost, you know. So, <sighs> this PDF was crazy, man. <laughs> PDF was crazy, absolutely crazy. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm just like, damn. He had he had sex in the twenty. He had sex three times in a twenty-seven day span. And me, you know, hey man, I'm. I am a man, I think, with a logical brain on top of me being a Virgo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Virgos think with their brains. We're very super analytical. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But if I'm going to look at the stats, I'm like, yo, okay, you've got no, 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 yes. No, 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 yes. No, 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 yes. No, no, no. Unbelievable. Sad, really. Really is sad. So, do I condone cheating? Hey, man, I don't condone cheating. But, hey, listen, man, listen, man. 
Listen, man. Hey. <laughs> he got to hit him with that. You got to hit him with the A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to hit him with the A. <laughs> you just shrug your shoulders and A. 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 <sighs> what a time to be alive, man. You know? What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. So until next time, boys and girls, thank you so much for listening. And uh, please check out my website, www.jeremysaintlouis.com, J-E-R-M-Y-S-A-I-N-T-L-O-U-I-S. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Go cop some merch. You know what I mean? So I can go buy some alcohol so I can drown my sorrows. <laughs> I just go go drown my sorrows, you know what I'm saying? You know, I need a drink, man. I need a drink, bro. These women will drive you to drink, bro. <laughs> you know, but go out and work out, man. And uh, you know, do something to improve yourself and improve your life. And uh, it's gonna be alright, you know. Until next time, focus on yourself, kings. You know, respect yourself, kings. That way you won't, you know, you won't tolerate any disrespect. And that's just the bottom line. I love you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, peace.